Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everyone and welcome to All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I am Jonathan Valenzuela. And believe it or not, this is another episode of a podcast that is all about indie games. Now, John Valenzuela. Hit me. Do what? it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing lately, John? Uh, what right. is a video? No. <laughs> Where were you on the night of... No, I, I totally... Where were you on the night of indie games? <laughs> <laughs> I was playing indie games, I swear. Um... <laughs> What have I been playing lately? Question of the moment. I have been playing um, two games, The Almost Gone and Count Lu- The Count Lucanor. What about you, Levins? I've played The Count Lucanor, um, and it was too spooky for me. Um, really? I'll, 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 when you start talking about it, I'll tell you how spooked I got. Uh, but oh, it is damn. one of the most frightening experiences I've ever had <laughs> playing a video game. Uh, last year, John, a game came out um, that I was, I was hyped for all year, um, and... Uh, there were times during last year where I thought this game ain't even going to come out this year. And it was the final expansion to Shovel Knight, uh, Shovel Knight King of Cards. Uh, and it came out and I played a little bit of it and I loved it. And I never finished it until last <gasps> week, John. I finished Amazing. Shovel Knight King of Cards. And I've done a bunch of uh, playing of the other final expansion of Shovel, Car- Shovel Knight. The very uh, unexpected um, like Super Smash Brothers um, uh, kind of fighter that's also right. in, in the incredible collection. So, lots of shovel knight talk this episode, everybody, and we might can, even get to some emails you, at the end of the episode too. Can you dig it? Let's can get spooky you? though. Count Lucanor. Count uh, Lucanor. Let's talk the Count Lucanor. This is a game so that I, I think someone recommended you play it right recently. No, I think it was um, actually yeah, maybe it was one of our emails. Someone recommended Psycho Yuppie. That's right. Which which is uh the same. The, same. The developers. The so next it's... game by the said by Baroque Decay, the developers. Um, and I had a look at the trailer and was like, "This looks fucking awesome. I want to play this game." But of course, it's not out on the eShop in Australia at the moment. Hopefully, it will be coming soon. I think it's actually only out in the Japanese eShop. It hasn't made its way to the Western markets yet. Right. But 
in doing so, I think I was talking to you about it, and you were like, oh yeah, the other game they've made, The Count Lucanor, is really good. I, you didn't mention at the time that it was the scariest game you've ever played. <laughs> this is information I'm only just finding out now. But It's um, like a goofy, like it's not quite 16-bit, but it's also not as like, un, it's not as 8, it's like, you know, somewhere between 8 and 16. Let's call it 12 and a half bit uh, game. Sure. Where you play this like cute little dude with a candle. Uh, I don't know if that's like the extent of your uh, weaponry for, for the entire game, uh, but at one point, very early on in the game, uh, a little boy starts following you through the dark, and then there are all these sheep, and then the sheep look at you in the camera with these like creepy faces, and then like you 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 leave them, you kind of walk away from them, and then uh, and then you something weird happens, and you walk back through the field, and the boy that was following you is dead, and like he's like head is like you know separated from his body and then suddenly all of these sheep have these massive like evil grins on their face and they start chasing after you and i played this and you have no weapon you have a fucking candle (laughs) and uh i played this in pitch black in my living room like i I just got it and i was like oh i'll see what this game's like at like 3 30 in the morning one night and uh played like yeah like the first 20 minutes to half an hour and that happened and the sheep like a sheep caught up to me and like it's not violent but it like it just it it was quite like ugh <laughs> like yeah. this like creepy sheep got me uh and then i just never played it again <laughs> but i still recommended it to you because that weird 20 minutes was enough to make a very big impact on me so, all right so i think yeah you mentioned the count lucanor like i said without mentioning any of your stuff I hopped in the eShop, the the current office section, and was just idly browsing through and came across it. And I think it was like, it was in the single digits. It was like nine bucks or eight bucks or something. And I was like, you know what? Let's do this. I can, I can, I can spend $8 on a game. I'm a, I'm a man of wealth and taste. (laughs) So basically it is a game about, you play a young boy who, who tired of the poverty that uh, he he lives in with his mother, essentially tells his mother like, "Screw you! I'm going to go away and make my fortune." Essentially, and and wanders off to go on an adventure. Uh, after making his way kind of through some some very ominously named like like areas, like the haunted forest and all this other kind of stuff, where nothing <laughs> really nothing really happens, you you eventually wind up. Um, and you pass you pass by a few people like there's a merchant whose cart has been destroyed and an old woman who is trying to get her pig to market and she wants a walking stick to to help get there and stuff and so if you 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 can choose to help these people or not help these people as you choose um you eventually come across this little this shepherd who uh invites you to sit down and and share some lunch with him he has some bread he has some wine you being like a 10 year old boy partake a little too heavily in the wine and pass Hell out yeah. now no when wonder you wake I love up this game. yeah underage drinking simulator <laughs> when you wake up it's it's a tween not- drinking is very bad <laughs> <laughs> yo i got a candle though <laughs> Um, when you wake up, it's it's nighttime, and that this is this is where you uh, there's no other term for it. This is where you pussed out, Levens. Um, <laughs> pussed out. You essentially you essentially like you start making you start kind of making your way through the dark, trying to find what's going on. 
Um, you pass over a stream that was previously crystal clear and blue and is now blood. Um, and you come across the shepherd who, like you say, he, he has been decapitated. His body is lying on the ground and his head is sitting on a tree stump. And he is surrounded by his sheep who are now walking on their hind legs and have blood-stained mouths and wild looks at look on their eyes. So you then fucking hightail it out of there as quickly as possible. And I, uh, unlike you, I beat the sheep. I got uh-huh. out of there before I got attacked. Um, and sort of through kind of getting a little lost in the forest, you wind up at the castle of Count Lucanor and are told by a, a strange creature uh, sitting outside the, the castle that if you can guess his name by the end of the night you will essentially inherit the fortune of Count Lucanor. Um, which then leads you, you head inside the castle um, where you, you meet kind of a cast of characters that you've met before. So the merchant that you helped, he's there. He's selling stuff in the castle courtyard. Uh, the old woman is there with her pig. But as it turns out, her pig was actually her son who was changed into a pig by a witch. Classic. Um, and these, these, these people kind of show up as you progress through the game. Even the shepherd, uh, his head turns up in the courtyard, protected by two of the evil-looking sheep as his bodyguard. <laughs> it's definitely, like, it's definitely a really creepy game. I wasn't, like, I was never out and out terrified, but there was always this kind of low sense of menace throughout the game. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Um, had uh, a- Again, there was one instance where I had to turn to the internet for just a little bit of a hint on how to solve a puzzle. But do everything get, else I kind of... Do you get more Do you get more weapons or do you, is your extent of weapons a candle? It's pretty much a candle. You do get, you get like a variety of... You get of like objects. a can of deodorant at one point to spray on the candle. <laughs> yeah. Flame <power> time. <laughs> um... You, you do get... No, you never get anything approaching a weapon, but you do get, like, various objects. Like, it's almost... It's almost the... it's It kind of feels like a point-and-click sort of game in that you pick up objects that you use to solve puzzles in other areas and stuff like that. Um, uh, there are sort of, like, around the courtyard of various rooms, and when you solve the puzzle in, the, in each room or you make your way through a maze in the room or perform some action in the room... You are given a um, you're given a letter, and then that is that's used to help figure out what the name of this goddamn thing that put you up to this in the first place is. Uh, yeah, I, I found it I found it really enjoyable. It it fits in like because I was thinking a lot a lot at the time about the games Inside and Little Nightmares as like games where you put young children in danger. Yep. And this, I think, is de- this definitely fits into that one. Um, Games where you put drunk young children in danger. Yeah. The new category new, that we've all been waiting s- for. New subcategory. If only there was the option to drink in Inside. Um, <laughs> it would have made a perfect game even more perfect. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I highly enjoyed it. If, um, if, if you see it in that Switch sales section, cop it. It's and on everything, though. I think it's on yeah. everything. Yeah, it's, hold on. Uh, PS4, I've got it here. Switch, Xbox, Windows, uh, and Vita, and Mac. Yeah, and yeah. Linux. It's got cl- classic Mac OS here. Not sure what that means, um, but uh, yeah. Well, look, 
buy it on Switch, especially if you live in Australia. So Australian, like, so the the developer Baroque Decay will be like, damn, I got to release Psycho Yuppie in uh in yeah, the Western market. Yeah, we need markets. Psycho Yuppie. John needs it Psycho looks, Yuppie. It looks so good. It looks so weird and so good. I'm gonna try and finish uh, this damn this Count Luke and all. I'm gonna I'm gonna man up, man. I'm gonna play this at 3 p.m. instead of 3 a.m. and see how far I can get. Yeah, do it. But do it in a field. Do it in a field of sheep. But I'm coming to you so for you new can, pants if I need them. So you can look at the sheep and be like, "That's a nice sheep," and then you look at the sheep in the game and you're like, "Well, evil." Yeah. So you just look back to the the regular sheep. Sheep's are gross. <laughs> damn, <laughs> that's my take on sheep. <laughs> right. All right, that's all the small games canon now. Is sheep are gross? Um, uh, all right. Do you do you want me to do my other game and then you launch? No, into your... I'm done right. with you. I want to talk about <laughs> me and my achievements of, in gaming <laughs> uh, because I've now finished three of four campaigns in Shovel Knight. I still haven't touched Plague Knight, but OG Shovel Knight done. Uh, Spectre Knight done. King Knight, King of Cards done. Almost 100 percent in it. What's stopping me? Just way too many other games I got to play. But of uh, yeah, so I needed a palate cleanser after finishing The Last of Us and then The Last of Us Two in like t- a two week period. Um, it's a right, lot right. of uh, of grim apocalyptic scenarios. It's a lot of a lot of bricks to the face, if you get what yeah. I'm saying. Um, uh, so my palate cleanser was uh, yeah reopening King of Cards. I was uh, midway through the second map. Um, with no idea of how many maps you, that there are, um, and uh, this game is the most like Mar- Super Mario um, World in that you have like this big overworld map that um, each level has like multiple exits um, that you then leave to um, access secrets and different parts of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, in Shovel Knight, you know you played as Shovel Knight who has a shovel. You you you, you jump on someone with with the shovel pointing down, and you bop them on the head, and you bounce around. Uh, Plague Knight has like this big scythe and you can like slash into things and then continue the momentum of that. Uh, King Knight is crazy in that you barge into your enemies like Wario does in the Wario Land games, but then you immediately jump into the air and um, you basically, yeah, you, you spin around and can, and can keep barging and bouncing into different people. It's like this weird like barge ballet. ballet. It's 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 a very very fun way to get around in a game, uh, and you are revisiting all of the original levels, which is you know this will be the fourth time you've been revisiting some of these levels, but they've been like taken apart, and there's like you know all kinds of new platforming challenges within them. Uh, all the soundtracks are like you know remixed, and uh, characters appear in in levels that you don't associate them with, um, and there are lots of characters that you see as like background characters in the original. Uh. In the original Shovel Knight campaign. Damn. Um, who was All right, Wario, settle down. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 every time, everyone knows, whenever I say Wario, I have to eat a head of garlic and burp. Um, or, or else, you know, you're not worthy of saying the great man's name. Um, but, uh, and then you've got to pick, you've got to pl- uh, carefully pluck out a nose hair. Um, yeah. Just to pay, pay homage to the WarioWare legacy. Um but yeah, like the games, the characters that you can that you always considered as like weird background characters in the Shovel Knight games are now like bosses. And every time you beat a boss, they come up onto your um, your airship, which is like you know the your means of traveling from map to map, um, and kind of like a hub world. Um, and then 
the the second part of this game like yeah it is a platformer but then there's also this card game within this game only um it hasn't ever appeared in a uh, shovel knight game before it's called joustus just like um the witcher has gwent uh shovel knight king of cards has joustus and it is like a um uh fairly simple um card game where you have to place um cards beneath gems um against an opponent and or cards have like different abilities that they can do to like destroy or flip or change your opponent's cards and give you the upper hand um and it's so uh, it's, really... so it's got it's got nothing to do with the uh french electro duo what were they called no, justice justice yeah. no, Ju- no 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 justice oh, lame. justice um, it's like joust and then us. But us. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I get um, it. Yeah. I know it was a shitty joke, Levens, but come on, man. <laughs> Only I may make those. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I finished it and I was just amazed, like, you know, similarly to CrossCode last week, what I was talking about. Um, I think my original playthrough of the first Shovel Knight was like just under 10 hours and then Spectre Knight was just under five hours. Um, this game, I, I think I clocked like 16 hours. Uh, just because I spent so much time trying to beat all of the uh, Joustus games and trying to find all of the exits and get all the collectibles and um, max out my my all, all the buffs that you can you can buy and all these like it's just there's so much to this game and like I love the you know once you beat a boss in a in a level you you then have to beat them at this card game. Um, there's just so many ways to like you know you, you he, basically King Knight's motivation is just get rich as hell. Um, Sweet. And so that's what you do in this game. Um, and, uh, man, there's even like weird secret bosses that I, that I unlocked and like, just, it's a, it's a truly wonderful game, especially if, you know, if you, if you've played all the, all the Shovel Knights up to this point, uh, now I want, I want to force myself to play Plague Knight. It's a very different, it's the least, um, movement focused platformer. He, he kind of like concocts different potions that he, that then allow him to like, you know, jump higher or destroy stuff. I look, I, I've, I've only played the first level as him. And I didn't like it um, because it was different. Oh boy! And you know, sometimes <laughs> you have to accept difference in this world, John. And uh, I think my reward—you you get like a weird, unlockable thing if you finished all four of the campaigns um, in the uh, in the collection. Imagine if uh, there was a whole fifth game. Well, there is, and it's called Shovel Knight Showdown, um, and that's part of the Shovel Knight collection. All right, as fine. Well. Imagine if there was a sixth <laughs> game. <laughs> Uh, that's Shovel Knight Dig that's coming out soon. God! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's called Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, which is the collection that's on Switch. Definitely, if you are in- if even remotely interested in any of the Shovel Knight games, just go for the collection. Uh, there's just so much in that collection that even if you don't get to it for many, many years, when you finally do, you'll just be rewarded with so much incredible content. And it, it is one of those games that is pretty frequently on sale too. So yeah, uh, do it, I think it's, do a, it's it. a must own if you have a Switch. Do it for um, Yacht Club games. They are one of the best devs. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Shovel Knight Showdown is like a, a fighter where you play as one of the many knights in, in this franchise, um, you know, including the, the knights you already played as and then a few bosses that you've only fought this far. So lots of uh, like, you know, lots of knights that you've that you've seen in the game but you've never played as it's kind of fun seeing oh this is you know, how they move around and what their special moves are um it is this absolutely anarchic um 16-bit like brawler uh not brawler like like you know single screen smash brothers-esque kind of fighter 
where you and three other knights have to like either like you know get the most kills or collect the most gems in a level and every time you lose four hearts you die and you lose all your gems and it's so frantic it's so hectic and there's a story mode for each of the characters um so again it's like it's it's again it's it's just an untold amount of hours of content uh in this amazing in this uh in this collection shovel knight showdown um it's something that i would love to play with with multiple people instead of against cpus um but uh maybe i'm just saying that because the cpus were much better at the game than i was and i need to play it with my inferior friends <laughs> the singularity um, <laughs> is coming but yeah man like just that collection it, it it cannot be said how much of a 10 out of 10 it, it, it is in terms of just like just the, the the collection that just keeps giving even though they've said that that's it now i i i really doubt that it isn't something that they're always going to give you little extra gifts through um in in the years to follow well they've been developing that whole thing for like Jesus, almost eight years now, I think. Yeah, I bet when they finally do a game, like develop a game that isn't Shovel Knight, you can play as that character in this collection in some weird way when that game comes out. Sure, um, or you can play as Shovel Knight in that new game. Oh yeah, that's that's a given. <laughs> yeah, just just um, accidentally like, oh crap, we put Shovel Knight in here instead. Guess it's a Shovel Knight game now. Uh, he's it's so funny. I, I like I love the design of that character, but I love I've I've spent so much more time playing as the other characters now. That, uh, you know, yeah, I, of course. Because what I'm trying to say is, John, I need to buy that three pack amiibo, that three amiibo yeah. pack, and get those other nights. You know, the, the kids don't need to eat every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many have you thinned down your amiibo collection? Yeah, I sold all the Splatoon ones. Right. Um, but I mean, I've still got like I've got a box behind me, me, and it's just full of just like just loose amiibo, <laughs> <laughs> which is such a weird. <laughs> Like, loose amiibo loose amiibo bro you yeah. <laughs> um so yeah shovel nut king of cards um please allow me in advance to put it on my best games of 2020 list at the end of the year even right, though it came out done. at the end of 2019 i feel like by that by the time it came out most publications have put out their best games of 2019 anyway so yeah definitely fuck you games i think it's it's well within reason here Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. 
But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Um, cool. All right. So we've, we've, had, uh, we've had the Count Lucanor. We've had Shovel Knight. I have also been playing over the last couple of weeks a game called The Almost Gone. So The Almost Gone is a, uh, it's a puzzle game mm-hmm. where um, you essentially, you, you are looking at these little kind of dioramas that you can, you can, you can turn 90 degrees uh, at a go to, to kind of make a, you know, to, to look all the way around them essentially. Uh, and you, you sort of explore these little scenes and you find objects that you use to, to solve puzzles um, or you find little, you know, little, little like codes and stuff that sort of, that sort of help you solve. It's a narrative puzzle game. So there is mm-hmm. an overarching story to it. Uh, this is, this is one of my gripes with the game is that it's kind of difficult to tell what the story is. Um, I mean, you can tell that like, it's kind of about, uh, like grief and loss and sort of coping with bad situations like the, the it's an, the it's an opening... indie puzzle game of course it's about grief and loss <laughs> of course yeah um i mean the opening part i was like okay this is about this this the, the character you're playing as uh their parents are getting a divorce they seem to be they seem to have a bad marriage there seems to be a divorce going on but then it switches to the next scene and it's like well wait wait a minute this seems to be implying that like one of the parents murdered the other parent. Is that what happened? What What's going on? And then you make your way in a bit further and it's like, hold on, the mum was in a mental hospital. Like it just seems to like, the story never coalesces around what actually happened. It just seems to get like darker and more bleak as you go along. <laughs> and you kind of, you realise as you go through that the sort of the very, because the, the game has a very sort of dreamlike nature about it. A lot of the, a lot of the, because you start inside a house essentially, and a lot of the rooms have like tree branches growing through the walls and stuff like that. Um, very, very sort of strange and out of place. Uh, and you kind of come to realize that the character you're playing at is like in between life and death, right? And is, I guess, trying to find peace with their situation before they move on to the afterlife. Um, so it, it was very like each new detail about this person's life. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like, I need to go sit in the sunshine. This person's had a rough one. <laughs> but I will say like the, the little dioramas you play through are really kind of like, it's, it's cool being able to look at them from each direction sort of thing. There's a lot of kind of interactive points that kind of give you bits of story. Uh, the puzzles are never overly hard. Um, some are a bit more difficult than others. Some, some you need to kind of like 
I definitely the opening section where you're playing through the house that you grew up in. I I had to do a few passes through the house before I realized like oh I need to do this next kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, overall I had a it was a very enjoyable game. It was one of the, like one of those games where I I started playing it and then was like okay I need to see this through to the end. Yep. Uh, developed by Happy Volcano which is a, a, a developer name that's very much at odds with the tone of the game itself. Um, it's, out on, <laughs> it's out on Switch, Android, Windows, iOS, and classic Mac OS. So what, the fuck, what did you what play does it on? What mean, Google? I played on Switch. Right, because, yeah, I mean, do you remember how much it was? Oh, Like uh, $14.99? F- is that the, the barrel? Yeah, about probably. That? Like, it wouldn't have been more than 20 because it's yeah, it's only five ninety nine on the App Store, and I feel like this game looks like a great game for a phone. Yeah, I I definitely definitely pick it up on the App Store. I reckon. Um, yeah. I don't think the Switch made it slightly easier to to navigate, kind of thing. Um, just just in the way that you use, like I think it was the trigger buttons or the bumper buttons to go to spin the thing around. Um, but. Yeah, I, if I if I could go back and do it all again, I probably would get it on phone. He's one so, regret in this life. In this life. So listen, listen to me, past me. Don't be an idiot. It looks somewhere between, like, yeah, like uh, the gardens between, which we talked about a while ago, and given the themes yeah, yeah, of yeah. like you know kids discovering their past kind of thing through a puzzle game, um, and then yeah, Monument Valley, um, and then also an Apple Arcade game called Possessions. You play that yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, like I think min- I I think I played Possessions. That kind of like minimalist puzzle kind of style where you like yeah you you're, you're swiping this 3D object around and looking for things that you can sol- help solve the puzzle in. Yeah, it yeah. looks interesting. It look, the, the the graphic style is, is 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 very appealing to me. I'd say give it give it a give it a whip for the puzzles alone. The puzzles give alone were really kind of satisfying. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So that's the almost gone shovel the knight key of cards and. Uh, the Count Lucanor. Count Lucanor. Wow, so that's a hell of a trio. Um, yeah, and uh, those are the games we're going to talk about this week on the show. We're going to hit our email right now. Um, you can email the What's show. What's in the box? Uh, uh, at all the small games at gmail dot com, and uh, this is a uh, an email from Thomas. Uh, Hi, Thomas. And, or, or Wilson. Sorry, Wilson. Um, Hi, Wil- it, It's entitled Podcast Feedback. Um, oh boy. Hi, my name's Wilson. I'm 28. I live in London, England, and this is genuinely the first time I've ever, I've ever written into a podcast. I have a lot of good things to say and genuinely thank you for the work that you do. However, and very sincerely, why on earth has the audio from the past two episodes of your show, 45 and 46, featured the sounds of A, mouth breathing, and B, keyboard typing? It genuinely blows my little mind. It's unprofessional and not up to the standard that you have led me to expect from all the small games. And I am amazed that it has made it through record to edit to distribution twice. It's the audio equivalent of trying to have an IRL conversation with someone while they're checking their DMs or email. It's sort of functional but off kilter and I'm left asking, if you're not paying attention to this, why am I? You are recording a podcast which you you do not seem to be paying attention to, and it's distracting. If you do not appear to value the work you're making, then why do you expect me to? This is a tough time for a lot of us, and I'm working hard to be patient, empathetic, and kind of and kind in middle of several crises. So I apologize if this has annoyed me more than it should. 
I don't want to ha- just have to unsubscribe from a podcast I've really enjoyed up until this point. Podcasts are currently one of the few parts of my old life, back when we could all go outside, that I can carry forward into the anxiety and isolation that come with the very necessary social distancing measures we're all experiencing. Podcasts, especially ones about video games, give me a chance to not just think about things to, to just not think about things for like 30 to 60 minutes. I understand there's probably a lot of demands on you both right now. The entertainment industry in general has taken a big dent recently in the global health financial crises, and I am conscious of that. I hope you and yours are all as safe as well as they can be, and that we all get out of this mess as soon as we can. I really hope the quality returns to what I've come to expect from you and all of Sans Pants. Wilson. <laughs> so right. I wrote back... Oh, hold on. First up, if you do hear this, Wilson, I'd just like to say thank you and we hope that you and yours are all doing fine and well. That's the, that's the, one, part of the one part of his email that I'm like, thank you for that and I hope the same for you. But, but hit him. <laughs> no, no, no. We should just explain. The reason that the, the last... And it's not even the last two. It's like the last ten episodes of this show have sounded... Differently, like normally we record with a Zoom um, H- H6 recorder, which I own. I take it to wherever John is or John comes to me and we record our episodes, you know, using my mics and then I edit them. Um, John does not have a recorder. So when uh, social distancing measures were put in place and uh, we didn't want to, you know, be in the same room as each other, uh, we, you know, we were forced not to be. Uh, Thank I you. said, John, I still want to, I still want to record you can if you use voice memos on your uh, on your phone, you know it'll sound fine. Obviously, it will sound different, and it will pick up things like background noise that normally you wouldn't hear, such as when we look up who made games using our laptops. Uh, but surely no one will be upset enough to <laughs> write a ten paragraph email to us in which they express deep concerns that a free podcast that they've enjoyed forty four episodes of before writing in. Uh, you know, is slightly different. Anyway, I wrote back to this guy. I said, you know, social distancing is meant that the two of us can't record in the same room anymore and only one of us has a proper recording set up. So John's had to use his phone, which, which picks up more background noise than a usual mic would. We use our laptops to look up about the look up info about the games we're talking about normally you wouldn't hear that i understand the current crises are making a lot of things difficult for everyone we've actually explained that we've had to record the last few episodes using zoom and inferior equipment a couple of times it's actually way more work than usual to make this free podcast and receiving an email like the one you sent doesn't make things any easier Kicking the teeth, to be honest. Yeah, it sucks. Like it's kind of yeah. like it's it's a lot easier to not do this podcast and just play games as an escapism instead of doing this free thing that we don't get paid for. But you know, it is fun putting it out there and and continuing, you know, this fun community that we've got and and it is fun to talk about the things that we've been experiencing. You know, have a little little friendship that we can record and share with others. Uh, yeah. And so the reply to that was, thanks for taking the time to reply. I really appreciate it. I understand things are tough. I sincerely hope you're all doing okay. My current setup is a screen 12 inches from my face perched on top of a bookshelf, moonlighting as a desk. I totally sympathize with a lack of suitable equipment. I thought, great, he gets it. Next sentence. For me, the current quality is a deal breaker, so I won't be listening any longer. Thanks so much for all the episodes up until now. They've been great and they've brought me a lot of joy. All the best, Wilson. Wilson, why didn't you tell us you liked the podcast during the 44 other fucking episodes that you liked? Why is it taking (laughs) two episodes that you were a little not as good for you to be like, fuck these guys forever? (laughs) 
Just like, I don't know. I know that, like, you know, we we are critical of things that we put the time into, but I'm not sending them to the people that made them. I mean, like, I'm sure maybe if they Google them, they will hear those things. And I also feel like, I don't know. Are we, are we I, actively I, telling people I, to I, avoid stuff? I don't know. No, I, I feel like over the course of our, over the course of all the small games, we have genu- generally concentrated on stuff that actually we found enjoyable or interesting. I can, yeah, like, totally. I, I don't, I think I'm not going to review only, a game just to shit on it. Except I can for that only one count. I, I can only count on one hand. I think games that I've actively been like, this fucking sucked. Like that Y2K game, and maybe one or two others were games that I was like, this was horrible. Avoid like the plague. Everything else have been like, it at least brought me some enjoyment. That weird Limbo ripoff that I reviewed. I remember. Yeah, but I would. But I would never like. I would never take it upon myself. To write to a creator, particularly one doing something for free, to be like, "Hey, your shit sucks now. What the hell?" Well, no, like I, I don't know. He's like, "I'm." I, he's almost like a threat. If you don't, if you don't return to the way things were, I'm gonna stop listening. And then I said, "Hey, man, I can't." And then he said, yeah. "I'm gonna stop listening. Maybe just stop listening. Don't tell me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't threaten this thing that I don't care about. Except obviously we, I care about it because I spent eight minutes on it on this episode. But you know, we, hey, we what, it's it's we, we're, we're we're bound by law. When you email us, we have to read the email out. That's yeah. the rule. What do we what do we reckon the odds are on Wilson listening to this right now? Uh, well, I mean, he said he's going to stop listening. Maybe no one yeah, let but, him know that the uh, that the, the audio quality has gotten better because yeah, I mean, I don't know if you noticed the last two episodes. The lovely Adam Zamet uh, bought John a mic, a USB God, mic. God bless him. God bless. Thank Zamet. you, thank you, Zamet. You are fantastic. In in this As world, fantastic. there are two kinds of people: there are Zamets and Wilsons. Be a Zamet, <laughs> not a Wilson. Be, be a Zamet. Well, Zamet is as good as the quality of my voice coming through this microphone. <laughs> Hopefully, it sounds good. I haven't listened back to it yet, but I assume, yeah, we'll f- I assume we'll perfect. F- let's let's release a Wilson cut where it's all just mouth breathing and typing. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can all the small games at gmail.com. We do love hearing from you because for the most part, like I don't even, I don't need compliments. I do. I love just talking about games with our listeners. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it was a, lot a of, very, a lot of the very email, surprising lot, email to get. A lot of the emails we've gotten before are just like, Hey guys, do you like this game? Have you played this game? Fucking love emails like that. Love <laughs> to great. talk about games. Love recommendations. Give Don't me an love email being told question. I'm a mouth breather. <laughs> I, know, I like it's like yeah. Stop breathing, dear, yeah. dear John Elevens. Stop breathing when you record. <laughs> great oh boy. stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we do love hearing from you. All the small games at gmail.com or our Facebook. Uh, Pages facebook.com slash all the small games. We're at Twitter at all the small game, uh, individually at 16 tacos and at Lev Dog. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, and you know, just like uh, just like one of our uh, emails said this week, uh, we hope everyone is well. Hope you and yours yeah. are all as safe and well as you as they can be. Yes, it is. It is. It is trying times. Maybe uh, an, an addendum, addendum to that is an addition to that is be patient with the people who are giving you free stuff to keep you positive during these shitty times because it's shitty times for them too. Yeah, it's shitty times everywhere, guys. And like sometimes it takes something as small as that to be like, you know what? Fuck this forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, this week- it's not. 
this week instead of recording with my Zoom, I'm going to run it over with my car. (laughs) Man, imagine if this turned you. Imagine if that email turned you off all your podcasts. (laughs) What would I do with my life? Talk to my family? (laughs) Gross. Even uh, your family so are like, even your family's like, Levens, there's a lot of mouth breathing and typing happening during this yeah. conversation. <laughs> Shut up, Archie. Dad starts reviewing my, sorry, Archie starts reviewing my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too much Thanks, mouth everybody. Breathing. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>